anchor on CNN called my father a piece of... That's right. right. Piece of shh. Right. Look at that POS comment that you made, right? You might be an opinionated person, but you don't use profanity. They're going to sue his ass off. Beat the shit out of them. Ripping the shit out of the sea. The son of a bitch. Raise that fucking price. You motherfucker. You're not a child when it, when it comes to calling people names. Lion Ted. Lion Ted. L-Y-E-N. Little Marco. Crooked Hillary. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. One of your hosts, T. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, you better crack open that energy drink. Sounds like you're almost sleeping here. Yeah, a little bit. I figured you'd be awake because uh, didn't you ride your bike over here? No, I was going to, and then I had some. Pro- the tires were low, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll just take an Uber." I didn't even know you had a, b- a bicycle. I got it recently. Really? What kind? Of, what kind of bike is it's it? A really nice Trek. Well, um, what is that? Like a mountain bike? Yeah, it's a mountain street kind of hybrid thing. Have you have you ridden it around? Dan Fogler gave it to me. Oh, Dan Fogler gave you the bike. Yeah, it's a really nice bike. You didn't need it. Yeah. So wait, what, what are you going to become like, is that going to be your new exercise thing? You're going to get, do you have a helmet? Do you have the spandex I, pants? I do have a helmet because, and normally I don't wear a helmet because I'm like, fuck that, man, that ain't cool. I'm a but, rebel. But one time I saw, I used to ride my bike in New York a lot. And then I saw some like hipster dude who had fallen off his bike and hit his head on the corner of the curb. The corner of the curb. Get curbed. And he was just wailing in agony in a fucking pool of his own blood and piss. Wow. And I'm yeah, like, that sucks. I'm going to wear a helmet. <laughs> so do you have a bike helmet? Yeah. Wow, that's that. I got to see that. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, what about the spandex pants? Does you have to have a whole no, outfit? I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't live strong. <laughs> I live weak. <laughs> I, you know, so I was surprised. I was like, dude, what the fuck is taking this guy so long? Hmm. Sitting here waiting, ready to go. Then you're like, I'm riding my bike. And I was, and I, I was just kind of surprised. I'm like, why? And I thought about it. It's because of the uh, the accident. Yes. The accident. There, you, are, you, are you traumatized by the accident? A little bit. You know, it's weird because it's like when I was younger, uh, I didn't get traumatized by anything really. You know, except my whole like upbringing. I guess other than that, like, yeah. you know, 9-11 happened and I'm like, well, you know, hey. That's fine. Yeah. And I was there, you know, and, uh, but it's like lately it's like things happen and I just like, you know, I get a knife in the fucking leg and I, you know, I get a hit. I hit a, well, they hit me, but I think it was technically my fault. Uh, you jack off, a little blood comes out. Yeah. So it's, you know, that I just had like a full-blown panic attack after the accident. I'm just like, ah, the whole night. Oh, oh, hold on one second. Let's just uh, put a pin in that. Yeah. Um, so on Wednesday, yeah. it was our, our friend Lenora's birthday. Yes. And we're going to go out to her favorite Mexican restaurant. Great place. Yeah. Casita. Uh, Harrison actually planned the whole event. He was like mm. tweeting out to everybody, let's go out and get a casita. And so, uh, I don't know, there are like six of us or something. Yeah. And we're going to meet you there like at 830. Mm. We get to the restaurant. And lo and behold, you get into a car accident. Yes. So what was the deal? Was it your fault? It's unclear, but probably. Were you uh, just 
not real, like not paying attention to the road. I was at a weird road where like a daydream. It goes from it goes (laughs) from daydream. It goes from two lanes to four all of a sudden, and I hadn't been on the street in a while. I was lost. I took the wrong street. And I was like, I just got to turn left. And I was all upset because I, I was on, I missed the place. And then some guy in the next lane over hit me while I was trying to turn so left. So you were trying to take a left turn from the right lane. There were four lanes. Okay, So from the lanes. second to the left lane. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I see yeah. how that's going. Yeah. 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 So, it's, your, it's your fault. Yeah. And you were sober too. Yeah. No, here's the thing, dude. I have a mania, like when I used to drink, I didn't drink much, but if if I had a, like a long work day and it got to be like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock and I hadn't had a drink, I'm like Daffy fucking duck. I'm a cuckoo. And then people, like people around- that speech impediment? People who know me, yeah. They, I, yeah, I talk like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> um, uh, no, people who know me are like, dude, let's get this guy a drink because he calm, you know I calm down a bit I'm not like Roger Rabbit jumping around hitting well, people with mallets I mean mallets. it's kind of like a Mad Men you know it's like when mm-hmm. uh, when tempers flare it's like they pour a scotch have a drink calm your nerves yeah you know, collect yourself and honestly I'm when I'm Especially in that mania, mania mode I'm like a terrible driver just terrible I've, I've driven with you yeah. I've driven with you kind of uh, I, mean, I think we're we might have been doing drugs we might have been drunk but yeah I thought you were okay a little yeah. scary you know I don't usually put my seatbelt on the back seat but I had two on I, I poked the one in the, the, the in you, the middle of the back seat there was one night where you before I started doing the show when you and I went out drinking and then I drove us back which wasn't far because I think we were at the rustic intersection. oh rustic or something and it was like I don't even remember that car ride at all. <laughs> like, I don't even know how we got. That know. might have been the one when I used yeah. two seatbelts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but yeah. that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm generally confident with you as a, yeah. as a driver. But no, no. And I, like, I guarantee you, if I had had one drink in me, everything would have been fine. Happen. That yeah. does sound weird. It's yeah. like, uh, if I was drunk, I would have been fine in this instance. Yeah. Or buzzed. Yeah. It's like when, you know. When Bender on Futurama stops drinking, it, like everything goes down. <laughs> but that, but you know, the I'm tr- not saying two drinks. I'm saying one. Okay? I'm not trying to defend you here yeah. on this because I'm not quite sure what happened. But um, in your defense, L- driving in L.A. is a hectic, nerve-wracking experience. Yes, it you is. never know what might happen. And if yeah. you and if you end up like usually when in L.A. I drive like the same way to work, back from work. I, I kind of know those roads and I'm comfortable on them. But if I actually take a wrong turn, all of a sudden I'm in a new neighborhood and it's like there's like, you know, four lanes, cars driving. It can can get it can get confusing. Yeah, I can see that. And it's like I I just I don't want to drive. I don't want I'm sure it'll pass in like a week or something. But like because it was like the guy was very nice. He was Italian. So he's not that litigious. Right. Europeans. yeah. Yeah, European. But it was like he had a baby in the fucking car. I mean, his to, to be fair, the damage to his car was minimal. What about uh, your car? The driver's side door is dented. Oh, that's not even that bad. Yeah. So, but, but you're definitely shaken. It's five hundred dollars. I can't afford. Um, I'm. I yeah. I'm a little shaken. I'm just like I don't. There was a baby, and I'm like Jesus Christ, man. I don't know about all this. So now you're gonna take a little uh, reprieve from driving. <sighs> yeah. It's a bit of a, a driver vacation. Right. It's not like I have anywhere there. to go anyway. 
Yeah. So anyway, you're you're you had passengers in the car that were also going to to uh, dinner, and they ended up taking an Uber and coming to meet us. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I was like, give us a second, guys. And then I'm like, I can't go to a dinner and sit down. I'm like a fucking maniac right now. Well, yeah. When they showed up, they're like, yeah, "Yeah, he got in a car accident. And I was like, oh, and he there he was telling us about it. And then I was like, oh, so how'd you guys get here? He goes, oh, we're in the car. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know you guys. So you guys got into an accident en route to the dinner. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, you you ended up staying home. And so it was just uh, um, your friend Jared, his girlfriend, and um, uh, Lenora, and yeah. me and my girlfriend. So we ended up having, having a fine meal. Uh, but, but I believe I said this earlier, but I, my friend who has met you but mainly knows you through the podcast was kind of surprised that your girlfriend wasn't just some ghastly stripper. <laughs> so I don't know whether to be offended by that or to be like you know appreciative. It's weird, you, you know, because it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. So sort of. it's like you know, but but I can understand that because I have dated uh, some some questionable uh, lasses in the past, right? Um, you know, we all have. I, we oh all yeah, have. yeah. There's a few that I'd rather forget, but um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah, it is kind of funny because you meet my girlfriend, you're like, wow, this girl is like intelligent and beautiful and can carry on a conversation and she's not like snorting heroin off the table right it's like and that's probably what they kind of expected do you know any women that are that's done that that or that are currently snorting heroin off a table um at this point no mm-hmm. but in the past i have i have had girlfriends that i have brought two dinners and with like my sister and her boyfriend and she's like putting the menu up and snorting drugs behind the menu. And my sister's like, this is great. I'm really happy uh, that you're dating her. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, it's a different time in my life. Who's your sister? Ann Landers? She didn't seem no, that judgy I mean, to me. Jesus. Yeah, but she, but she was just kind of like, yeah. I didn't expect that. You know, mm. you meet your, you know, you, you mm. bring your girlfriend, she meets your, 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 her boyfriend's sister, or her, mm. you know, her friend's sister on the first date, mm. you know, the first time. And she's like doing drugs at the, at the dinner table. Like, at least go to the bathroom. Yeah. But hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, my sister doesn't judge. Who is she to judge? You know? Right. She, like, shits herself in the back of cabs. Yeah, I mean, that's not... Uh, but yeah, so anyway, we're having this meal. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, we were definitely concerned about you. But it, but it was funny because I'm sitting at this table, and your friend Jared, he's an accomplished guy. He's mm. like... You know, I wouldn't say he's Mr. Hollywood, but he's a successful dude, and he's written yeah. a book, and his book might be put into a movie. And then you got Lenora... Also a successful person who's right. like pitching a show to like three different production companies. So it's like you get these two people and they're just like, so how's your show going? It's like, oh, well, you know, my agent talked to, oh, what, what agency are you with? Oh, I'm with CAA and I'm with FID and I'm with blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, I just pitched it to HBO and no, we might be going with Netflix or, or TNT. And then I'm just kind of sitting there like, so what's been up with you? Uh, I host a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Look, you know man, that feeling? <laughs> oh, oh, do I know that feeling? I'm like, well, I'm unemployed and uh, I recently went to rehab. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the love connection or something, yeah. you know, that when they introduce the people, it's like, hey, uh, he recently came out of rehab and he's unemployed and uh, a perennial lost soul. <laughs> Here's and the, the camera Harrison. Just, the camera, and, yeah. When you're talking, yeah. and the camera pans in on the yeah. girl's face, and she just kind of frowns. Yeah. <laughs> like I haven't had a job mm. in six months, but I mm. but I go to the Betty Ford Clinic every mm. day, and she's just frowning. Like okay, you've got bachelor number one. 
<laughs> Where would you take me on our first date? Well, I'd probably start by chaining you to a St. Andrew's cross and then move on from there. But they were, you know, I got to say, I did uh, spark some uh, stimulating conversation when I was yeah. talking about the online campaign. The mm. online campaign I'm starting. Okay. Have you ever done an online campaign there, Harrison? I've done two successful Kickstarters. Really? Yeah. I guess that's an online campaign. Yeah. But I'm not it's trying a to, lot of work. I'm not trying to raise money here. Mm. What I'm trying to do, I guess, uh, well, what's the term you you you, uh, you brought up before? Is it slacktivism? Slacktivism, yeah. Slacktivism. That's why it's a slacktivist campaign, I would say. Right. You know, it's one of those one of those campaigns that's somewhat activist, like an activist. You could say it's a politically motivated campaign, but I'm not requiring people to go and like protest, you know, in mass, like in front of like city hall or anything. I'm just saying, you can you can sign a petition from your phone. You could do what I want you to do right from the comfort of your own home. Okay. You know, very minimal effort here. Well, I mean, let me give you some, uh, you know, examples here. Of slacktivism? Yeah, cat cruelty picture. You know, retweet if you say no to animal testing. Okay, That all doesn't right. do anything. So, so what are you saying when it's slacktivism? It's I feel just like, like the ice bucket challenge was kind of a slacktivism thing. But, but it, does slacktivism have a goal that they're... You know, Coney, they're, they're, remember that thing? That was a thing. But how is, how is it slacktivism? I'm just saying, what is the... What are you trying to petition against when you're a slacktivist? Is it like just a cause to, you know, for, for your own self, self-worth? Like you're just trying to... Yeah. Like you feel you don't actually really get anything done, but you feel good about yourself. You feel yourself. better you about it. You feel like you did something meaningful and actually you did... So you retweet meaningful. something and give yourself a pat on the back. Right, yeah. That's the type of campaign I want. Yeah, like, you know, uh, I don't know, let's say a president... A presidential administration is helping to pass some of the most evil legislation I've seen in my lifetime. But man, we really fucking did a sick burn with that Melissa McCarthy bit. You know, like... <laughs> I don't know. That, that's humor. That's satire. You know, she's just like going there. She's a comedian. But I mean, what I'm trying to do... Let, let me get to that. Let me, let me, let me explain it from the, from the origin. I think right? slacktivism is... Totally fine if you're self-aware about it. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I do not mind uh, labeling what I'm trying to do here as slacktivism. I also wouldn't mind thinking it's a bit of an epic troll. Mm. I think it's the, the first time um, in my lifetime that you could communicate directly with a president. Right. We've never had that. Right. You could email the White House. You could write a letter to the White House, but it's going to go through a gatekeeper before it ever gets the president. But Donald Trump has a Twitter account. I mean, he has two. He has the POTUS account, which he never uses. And I'm sure it's some aide in the White House that tweets from that account. Yeah. But then he has the real Donald Trump account on Twitter that he does use. Yeah. And so, so that's the whole point of this slacktivist campaign that I'm trying to do here. Okay. So, you know, the, his tweets have been a thing that have been going on, you know, since, since uh, the election and now with, with the campaign. And the tweets are just annoying. And it's annoying. The dude shouldn't be tweeting. He should be fucking acting like a president and doing a job and fucking stop, you know, ridiculing and mocking people on Twitter. Obviously, that's true. But, you know, it hasn't really bothered me up until the, uh, the terrorist attack in London on yeah. the bridge. I don't know why it just bothered me. It's like, for no reason, the dude starts attacking the mayor of London. Right. Just, you know, they just had, like, people just died. Like, that day. People just died that day. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's Trump taking to Twitter um, saying, like, 
you have seven dead, 48 wounded in terror attack. And Mayor of London just says, there's no reason to be alarmed. And he's got like a you know, question mark, exclamation point. And I'm just like, dude, why are you such a dick? Yeah. People just died. And, and here you are berating the mayor of London mm. because you're so petty. Like, there's no reason to do that. And then uh, I, I, I know he hates that guy. Sadiq Khan, but he took it completely out of context. It wasn't like the mayor of London was saying there's no reason to be alarmed because of the terrorist attack. He, what he was, what he was saying is like they're going to have increased police presence throughout London now. Yeah, and so just because of that, you know, there's no reason to be alarmed. Sure, it's not that no reason to be alarmed that there's like terrorism <laughs> happening, you know, throughout the world, yeah. possibly in our city. You know, it could happen at any time. You should definitely be alarmed about that. Right. But Trump, of course. Takes it out of context and then tweets it out to his fucking dumbass followers. Yeah, and so uh, there. So I was just like, God, what a dick! And then did you hear about like uh, the terrorist attack that happened in Iran? I vaguely, Immediately, yeah. he's t- he's tweeting like right after that happens. You know, like I think like thirty people died and like a hundred injured or something. He's like, Nah, it's nice to taste your own medicine. And you're just like, Great, Dude, like you're such a fucking embarrassment. I mean, are there a lot of Iranian terrorists? Well, they're saying uh, he's what he's claiming is that Iran is a state that sponsors terrorism. So okay, okay. I have a taste of your own medicine because you sponsor terrorism. Yeah. Regardless, whether or not they they do sponsor terrorism right. or they don't, children died, yeah. and here you are tweeting this because you're a petty, small-handed man. Yeah, because Persians and Arabs get along so well, so it only <laughs> makes sense that they would fucking. Well, Sunni, Shia, that kind of thing going on there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the guy, the, long story short, the guy's a fucking dick. Yeah. And what I want to do, and I think this would be amazing if I can do this, because I think mm-hmm. it would be a great epic troll, is I want to see if I can run a campaign to try to get people on the 4th of July to tweet to Donald Trump in his own language, worst president ever, sad. Okay. And then the hashtag they came up with, don't tweet on me. Right. You know, goes references the whole... What's that? The Gaznan flag from the uh, was it the uh, Revolutionary War? The Correct. Don't Tread on Me. That the I believe the what the Tea Party co-opted or something at some point. I think so, but yeah. it has a snake on it and everything. Yeah. So I like so, that yeah. you're co-opting it because usually it's like it, yeah. usually it's like the white Christian Minutemen militia. I'm taking it back. Okay, all right. Don't tweet on me, yeah. okay, Donald Trump. And that's the message. It's it, the message is you know basically like Donald Trump just fucking stop going on Twitter and insulting mm. people and bullying people and uh, victim blaming. It's like, mm. just be a president and fucking lead the country. Mm. So why not try to get everybody? I, I mean, ideally... I'm, I mean, I'm taking back the, the, the title uh, Uber Sturmfuhrer and I'm going to just start using that. I'm not quite sure what that means. Taking it back. It was, it, it, was like a, it was like a colonel in the, in the SS. Uber Sturmfuhrer? Uber Sturmfuhrer, yeah. In what context are you going to use it, though? Like... Hi, I'm Obersturmfuhrer Harrison. Nice to meet you. Hmm. You might scare some Jews. Yeah. Let's adjourn to the conference room. <laughs> you might scare some Jews yeah. if you use that, but who knows? I mean, yeah, but like you scare Jews by sneezing near them. So, <laughs> so not- anyway, I'm going to be promoting this campaign, and uh, I think it'd be a funny troll. I think, I don't even know what would Twitter do if you get 5 million people tweeting to one person? Like, can Twitter handle that? I'm sure it can. I mean, I'm sure it can. Yeah. I'm sure its servers can handle that. But you get 5 million people tweeting to him in his own language, worst president ever, mm. sad, right. you know, with a hashtag don't tweet on me. 
there's no way he can't see that. He's going to see it because even if like, you know, you get your notifications and you don't pay attention to them, you can't ignore 5 million tweets from people. Hmm. You know, and that's the thing. Doesn't he block people on Twitter? He does block people on Twitter. And there's actually a big lawsuit about that with the ACLU. Were they saying it's like a civil liberty to tweet to the president? Uh, it's like to actually, it's free speech. It's like a free speech violation somehow because he's the president. He can't like by doing that. It's kind of like the government suppressing free speech in some way. Yeah, but it's, it's a, a weird, personal account, though. It's a tricky argument. But, but it's his personal account. He's still the fucking people. president. You know, there are. I mean, there used to be rules. There used yeah. to be rules. Remember Obama had to give up his fucking Blackberry or whatever? <laughs> Stuff happens. <laughs> well, no, now the president can hold like a you know confidential meeting at, at a country club on yeah. the golf course. Right. Because it's it's fine. With you know? Snapchat. Yeah, with Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so what's funny about this is I was thinking like, you know, this, this, this week with the Comey hearing, mm. Trump went silent on Twitter. Yeah. He threatened to live tweet during the entire testimony, which I was actually kind of looking forward to because I would love to hear his like stupid, inane comments. Um, I'd like to, you know, I'd really like to like if he live tweeted during like while he watched Twilight or something, <laughs> I would pay money to. Well, he hates uh, Kristen Stewart. Oh, so, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, remember, remember that tweet that he was like, Robert Pattinson, you should break up with her. Be smart. Yeah. I was like, God, you idiot. Um, but yeah, his aides. And that's the thing. It's like this whole Twitter thing. This is a bipartisan mm. thing. It's not just Democrats who want him to get off Twitter. You know, Republicans are like, God, I wish he would get off Twitter. Yeah. I can just, you know, quit having an unfiltered. Everyone. Yeah, Lawyers, everyone. Yeah. His aides were freaking out about it because mm. he threatened to live tweet and his aides were like, uh... We're going to schedule as many things as possible that day, so you're going to be mm. too busy to use your phone. I mean, keep, keep in mind, this man doesn't even email. Yeah. Yeah. When his aides come over and give him something, like uh, they can't email to him. So they, they print out news clippings, and then he, write, he like writes his comments on it, and then they take a picture of it on their iPhone and then email it out to other people. Because hmm. he refuses to email. Yeah. But he loves Twitter. Twitter's his favorite thing. Okay. And uh, even though half his followers are fake, he still loves Twitter. Right. Uh, yeah, they did an audit. I, I saw, saw that. that. I read that article, yeah. So anyway, they stacked his schedule. So, uh, so you know, basically we had a day on June 8th when Comey testified that was deprived of the president's thoughts on social media. We, we didn't get to see that. Um, and, and it made me laugh because I was thinking, wow, they have to, like, divert his attention like a toddler. They have to divert his attention. It's like distracting a toddler from torturing the cat. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, we got to, like, give him things to do. Um, you know, give him some cotton candy. I'm surprised they didn't just give him a fake iPhone. His Twitter was a lot better before he was president. Oh, dude, it was still just as, just as asinine. Though. Well, there'd be a lot of stuff about Obama, but then there'd and be... And Rosie O'Donnell and all the other people. But then there'd be regular stuff like, I've never really found a pair of shoes that fit well. You know, like <laughs> stuff normal people tweet. But now There'd it's, just, now it's more in. vitriol. Well, yeah, because everybody's you know? on, you know, he's public enemy number one. Yeah, but I mean, during the election and just mm. and just now it's, what reason is there to, mm. to victim blame someone who's who's just been attacked by, by terrorists? Uh, just, would, what president would have ever done that? 
No president would. To be a but most people would never do that. No. Because no, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. Attention whore prick with tiny hands. Yeah. You know, uh, I was reading on, I think, I don't remember what website it was at, but um, they, they looked up his commonly most tweeted words. This is from the Trump Twitter archive. Because he mm. deletes tweets, but you can't ever permanently delete something from Twitter. Sure. The internet always has it. Yeah. You can always find it. So this is from the Trump Twitter archive. These are the five most commonly tweeted words from our president, Donald Trump. All right, let's hear it, Letterman. Loser, dumb, yeah. terrible, stupid, and weak. Ah. Yeah. Isn't okay. that uplifting? Yeah, I think I think that was my uh, eighth grade bully, uh, Dave Byrne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. So, anyway, that's what I want to do. And so, I made a, uh, a Facebook page and a Twitter page and a change.org um, thing trying to get people to, uh, to, to uh, get in the mood and remember Mark July 4th as a date. And it could be any time on the 4th of July. Just pick up your phone and be a slacktivist. Tweet to Donald Trump. And you have to do it to Donald Trump. You have to be like, at real president Donald Trump. Hmm. Worst president ever. Sad. It's real Donald Trump. It's no. real yeah. Donald Trump is okay. what it is. So you just have to tweet that. But anyway, I will put links on the, uh, on the, on the page. And you I'll, like I'll that person that sends Facebook. out the wrong day to vote. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So he's like, you go on November 9th. Or he, did, he did that. Yeah, Trump he, did that. Oh, yeah, that was his. <laughs> You're just like him. <laughs> no, but I'm, what I'm saying, yeah. just go, you have to tweet at real Donald Trump mm. and then uh, worst president ever, sad and hashtag don't tweet on me. I'll, I'll be posting about it on Facebook. I just think it'd be funny. You know, I think it'd be an epic troll. We've never been able to do this. That's true. Communicate directly with a with a president, with our president. And, you know, it's like, maybe I don't, I doubt this will resonate with him. I'm sure he won't even care. Right. But I do find it funny. I mean, it's like, I guess you could communicate with like Selena Gomez, but is Selena Gomez ever going to see it? Well, that's the thing. But would she see it if five million no, no, no. people send it you to will. her? They, they'll see it. They'll you see know? it. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can get people. Although to do I it. figure, I figure like probably ten percent of all the tweets Trump actually gets are like, "Baron is the chosen one destined to open the portal to the Draco dimension." <laughs> and he's like, "That's terrific," you know. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he gets uh, people all day calling him an asshole or whatever. Right. And he just blocks it. You're blocked. Hmm. Or he just, you know, deletes it or whatever. But I mean, there's no way you can do it if it's 5 million people. Hmm. So we'll see what happens. You've got a few weeks here. So, um, so people, you know, make sure you uh, just retweet and send it out. I'll, I'll post about it on Facebook. What the hell was that? That was a Facebook message. <laughs> was that a Facebook message? Yeah. Yeah. God I didn't. I thought I was muted. Doing the show here. He's yeah. just reading his Facebook. Yeah. All right. I'm That's talking great. to listeners, man. Yeah. You know? Um, I am. Just to put it in perspective, I just want to say about the presidency right now. At this point in Obama's presidency, Fox News was attacking Obama for using Dijon mustard I remember on that. his steak. Yeah. I remember uh, Poupon Gate. Yeah, the first yeah. few months of presidency, this was the biggest controversy is Obama used Dijon mustard. And Sean Hannity, the, the, sh the, the story was featured on his show, Hannity's America, had a photoshopped image of Obama surrounded by bottles of mustard that said, President Poupon. I'll never forget where I was that day. Uh, I think I was in a deli and I, I heard the news and I just 
kind of stumbled out in a daze and dropped to my knees on the sidewalk and wept. And you were just like, no. Yeah. I thought he used normal mustard. Yeah. I mean, it was the biggest <laughs> scandal since, you know, the whole Kanye taking the fucking mic from Taylor Swift. You're such an elitist. Can't yeah. use yellow mustard. Has to use Dijon mustard. Grey Poupon. Yeah. Ivory Tower. Meanwhile, Hannity's there defending Trump against uh, possible Russian collusion. You know, it's like firing the FBI director. This is the first few months of the man's presidency. I feel like I w- I've never seen Sean Hannity, but I feel like I watch it just because I feel like whenever I talk to my dad, he'll have a few talking points that are just cribbed directly from Sean Hannity. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Did you look at Sean Hannity and just think that that guy, when he masturbates, just holds a picture of himself, just masturbates all over his stomach? Don't you think? Yeah. I don't think he masturbates in the toilet. I, I think he just that. lays back on his bed, holding it with his left hand, holding a picture of himself, just masturbating all over his stomach. I could see that. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> or he's probably had like a silicon robot of himself made by this point. He's pretty rich. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably... I bet, I bet you it's like a... He probably has... He probably fucks a Sean Hannity sex doll. Right. Like a real doll. Just looks like him. People, join the campaign. Remember, mm. July 4th, hashtag don't tweet on me. Worst president ever. And check out the Tumblr page and the Facebook page. It's don't tweet on me dot com and facebook.com slash don't tweet on me Trump. I'll put the links up on the site as well. You're a social justice warrior, D. That's exactly what I am. Yeah. A social justice slacktivist. Right. Uh, this is episode 586 here of Sick and Wrong. We have news coming up next and we have uh, phone calls after that. But first. How about a word from adamneve.com? Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DIDDLE for the offer code upon checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, DIDDLE, at AdamandEve.com. All right, so the first story we got here, um, this, this guy... This guy's worse than Saddam Hussein. This guy. This guy, worse than Saddam Hussein. Hmm. Almost want to say he's worse than Hitler, but he's not quite not quite there yet. You know but who I definitely like, Definitely worse though? than Saddam. I like Dude Hussein. Who's that? His, oh, his kid. Yeah, he's but one his of his kid, two remember, kids. Remember, didn't, didn't he get shot? He did. They both died horribly. Why'd I mean, you like him so much? He was like a loose cannon. Like, Saddam was like, you know, uh, fucking Tom Bosley in Happy Days compared to Uday. Well, didn't Uday like have those crazy parties? Like, he had he the crazy to, he parties. Had entourage he'd travel with. Yeah, he had crazy parties, and then just like would flip out and you know start put just, a poker through somebody's eye or something. Yeah, and just start like mm. shooting a bunch of bodyguards. Like, yeah, the guy was he was yeah. unstable. He was. I forgot how he died. Uh, I think he got was, shot by uh, U.S. forces. But did they like Both surround him? But wasn't it like a the, like a Scarface kind of thing? Like yes. they surround the mansion. He came out with machine guns, and they oh, just yeah. like took him out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. You know, when they knock at your front door, how are you going to come? 
He's uh, he's my first favorite Iraqi. Who's your uh, who's your second? Remember the punk Iraqi? Who's the punk Iraqi? That uh, that chick that I used to bang. Oh, the, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah she's my girl. second favorite. She's not, I'm, I don't know if I've ever actually met her. You have not. Was she a pro Saddam Iraqi? No, I think her parents left to you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wasn't that popular. For a better life. For a better (laughs) life. You know what I mean? All right, so this guy here, he's definitely worse than Saddam. Man busted with over 1,000 fake drugs at Bonnaroo. Hmm. Um, Yeah, he says, I'm doing God's work. So have you ever been to Bonnaroo? No. I don't go to things like that. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible. I'd rather masturbate with a handful of glass than go to any of these festivals. Mm -hmm. I imagine if I was... 20 years old or 21 and I lived in that area and a bunch of my friends are going I probably would attend I think with the young people it might be a fun like like Coachella I probably would have gone to Coachella if I was young I think no, I would have no yeah you know what friends of mine went I, I remember I almost went when the Stooges played because it was the first time they had reunited and uh, they played I don't remember that was like 10 years ago at Coachella or something and I was contemplating it then I was definitely, I was in my 30s, but I was, I was contemplating it. But then I was like, God, I don't know if I could deal with that. But I mean, at that time, I went to Lollapalooza. I went mm-hmm. to all that shit. Did you ever go to Lollapalooza? Yeah, I went when I was, I went to 93 and 94. Yeah, I went to, I went to 92, 93 and 94. And that was when I decided I didn't like music festivals. It was after the, uh, yeah. well, I think still at that point, I went to OzFest. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I hate music festivals. You know, I, well, I tried to crowd surf I don't know I think it was 94 tried to crowd surf got dropped on my fucking skull and back and then I'm like I was unconscious briefly and then like I'm like oh I came to and I started to sit up and some girl just kneed me in the fucking forehead and I got knocked out again and I'm like I'm not doing this anymore fuck your smart drinks and your fucking ten dollar Italian sausages I'm done what year what year did Rage Against the Machine play that was 93 93 yeah Yeah. that was the one uh, I remember I went to that and my girlfriend at the time was wasted Mm. wasted I didn't even think she was so she was so drunk that she took like a handful of mushrooms so she was fucked up and she was like we gotta go up in front and she like runs up in front and passes out and then she was just getting passed around by people and I was like fuck so I spent that entire set pretty much Mm. trying to get her and like get her to safety but she was just so wasted that uh I, I mean i was you know they have like medics you know there but yeah i ended up having to take her to like the medic tent and they had to revive her okay yeah it was yeah i missed the whole thing hmm. anyway um this guy though he was at bonnaroo and uh he got busted with more than 1000 fake drugs less than the first 24 hours into the festival hmm. yeah David E. Brady, 45 years old, all the way from New York. He was sitting under a tent on the grounds of the four-day festival. Four days, man. Four days of hell. I couldn't even imagine. Ah, God, it's awful. And it's in Tennessee, of all places. I don't even know who's playing it. It doesn't even matter. I don't even care if it was like Led Zeppelin, Bob Marley, The Doors, Bob Dylan's, The Stones. You know, it's like Ozzy with Randy Rose. I don't even care. I I couldn't deal. Yeah. I I wouldn't even be able to handle it. No. Um, so deputies saw him, uh, with items that appeared to be narcotics. And so they stopped him. They approached him. And when they, when they approached him, he just tossed these items behind him, mm. which I've always found kind of funny. Like, you have, you have you ever done that when you're getting pulled over and you just chuck your bag out, out the car? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. And, and it I've, doesn't always work, man. It, Let me tell well, sometimes you. Sometimes they see it. Sometimes yeah. they don't. But that's that's my first instinct. It's just like chuck it out of the car. Yeah. And then I've I've gone out afterwards to try to find it. You I've know, done that too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I just spent like 60 bucks on that sack of weed. Yeah. I always found it. Although I, I've heard that it might be safer just to put it in your pocket. Because they're not going to search your, your body unless you're being arrested. I eat. I usually, if it's if it's big enough... Small enough to eat, I just eat it. Yeah, but what if you had like I don't know a a quarter ounce of weed on you? You're gonna eat the whole thing? No, you can't eat all that. That's something that was I just knew a guy that ate an entire sheet of acid <laughs> when he got pulled over, and he's just like, "Got to do, but do I got to talk to the lion god?" Yeah, you you're know? gonna you're definitely gonna pass the sobriety test on that. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. So anyway, the guy tossed the items behind him. Uh, cops obviously grabbed it. Hmm. And when he stood up, he had a bag of mushrooms just hanging from his waistband. I don't know if he had like a fanny pack or what what was going on there. But uh, yeah, he just had a bag of mushrooms hanging from his waistband. What is he, a medieval merchant or something? That's ridiculous. <laughs> At the Ren Fair? Yeah. Uh, so they searched him. And according to the arrest warrant, they found 37 pills made to look as if they were Molly. 22 bags of fake mushrooms... 1,000 hits of fake acid and 20 bags made to look like cocaine and an incense stick made to look like black tar heroin. Hmm. So this guy is, in terms of fake drug dealers, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows how to deal fake drugs. Huh. Um, I'm surprised he didn't get it, the shit kicked out of him because although I guess you're dealing to hippies. Yeah, whatever. You, you know, know, it's not that big of a deal. People coming down from Williamsburg to it. Yeah, it's like, what, yeah, what are you like, really going to do? do? But you got to be careful because yeah. I remember back in the day. But God forbid you just say the new Radiohead album's overrated. <laughs> They'll fucking just kick you in the ribs until your fucking organs bleed. Well, I was thinking about this. So back in the day, I mean, I've dealt fake drugs before. Oh, yeah. Outside of fish show. Fish concerts, yeah. <laughs> fish concert. Uh, blotter, <laughs> blotter paper, right? Print some stupid design on it, cut it up with those little tiny pizza cutter things with the with the ridges, and then it looks real, and then you just, boom, sell it. Dude, we used to uh, just take that, like, I mean, just like a paper cutter and just cut it into, like, strips. So we would just sell, like, you know, five hits what, like at a time. construction paper? No, we get blotter paper, okay. but then cut it up with one of those paper cutters, you know, right. with the arm. Yeah, I know. And so, yeah, but we never even did, I don't, we were so lazy, we didn't even do the design. Mm. We would just, and usually it was one of those spur of the moment things, where it's like, I remember I had a roommate that was really into fish, and he's like, yeah, fish is playing at the, you know, the blah, blah, blah arena, and it's like, oh, really, what time? shit and so then yeah. it's like someone would run over to like Blix yeah. or the art store get some blotter paper come back and then just like uh, okay let's just chop it up and head out there yeah but you only but you had a limited amount of time to be able to do that huh I mean how because as soon as you get out there you gotta you can deal your shit but then you gotta leave that's true yeah you know? no yeah as soon as you sell your first bit of acid the, the, the clock countdown starts I mean, but they're gonna find a, you. you at know, a I mean, fish show, you can you can play it a little looser. Well, once again, what are they gonna do? Yeah, you know, it's like, and I kind of fit in. I had dreads at the time, so I kind of fit in. Mm. It's like you you Me trust, too. and a, a guy with dreadlocks would trust another guy with dreadlocks. It's true, even though I hated hippies, and I especially hated people that went to jam band concerts. Do you remember the Alterna nod? No, it's that. Like when you were what this oh, was like in the nineties, yeah, when you kind of give that walking look. down the street with an, right. uh, you know, and you see another person that looks 
alternative, whatever that meant at the time. <laughs> and you give the nod, they give the mutual nod. It's kind of the nod, yeah. I hated that nod. Although I got to say, I did feel a tinge of remorse for betraying other alternative people. They're fish fans. But that's that's the thing. As soon as I was like, well, they're fish fans. It justifies it. Sell them another strip of fake acid. They should be put into camps. Yeah. Um, so the arrest warrant goes on to say Brady told deputies that he was doing God's work by selling fake drugs to the kids. He's you on know a mission. What? That's kind of ingenious. Because, you know, because he's kind of fucked, right? I mean, obviously, he's got a bunch of money from selling it. Um, and there's no evidence of what he's doing with the money. But if by some slim chance he can prove or a lawyer can just be like float the possibility that he was doing it, religious freedom. Yeah, like a, like an yeah. altruistic purpose. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's just trying to save these kids' lives. I mean, there have, through Jesus. <laughs> there have been legal cases like the priest who burned all the Vietnam records in the army. But, you know, he got off. I mean, that, that is yeah. a good idea. I don't know what mm. I would do with fake drugs. I mean, if I got caught with all that fake acid, I'd be like, uh, mm. the first thing I would say, it's totally fake, dude. We're just doing it as a prank. That's I would say something illegal. like that. That's still illegal. Well, yeah, it turns out it is, actually. Yeah. He was, uh, Brady here was charged with two counts of possession of counterfeit controlled substances. <laughs> I didn't even know that's a crime. It's like counterfeit controlled substances? Yeah. That's, yeah, kind of ridiculous. Um, Doesn't make a lot of sense. But they also found out that he was wanted for some uh, warrants here. He had a felony bench warrant. He'd been charged with being a fugitive from justice from Arkansas. So the guy's pretty much uh, screwed here. Being held uh, for $120,000. Um, Jesus. But yeah, you know, I kind of feel it's a rite of passage to buy fake drugs. Don't you think so? I think everybody, any yeah. drug user. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially like, you know, novice drug users. We've all done it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done it. I don't know, sundry times. I can't, I can't think how many sure. times. But yeah, it's happened to us all. So it's like, I don't think there's any reason to feel bad that you bought bunk drugs. But, you know, I remember uh, when I was, in, I was in New York City. It's like City. trying to even it out, you know? Yeah, you Try to exactly. even it out if you can. I think you're teaching kids a lesson. You know, no. know who you're buying drugs from. I was in uh, New York City. This is like probably 1993 or 94. I was young. And uh it was a summer. We were at uh, Strawberry Fields in uh, Central Park. Yeah. And we were just looking for someone to buy acid from. And back then, there were just tons of dudes walking around buying, you know, selling acid or selling drugs. And so this one dude comes up, black dude, and he was just like, hey, you want some acid? Are you guys looking? You guys looking? What do you want? And we're like, oh, we'll take some acid. And so, of course, we just buy acid from this random guy. And so he sells us, yeah, like, you know three hits or four hits of just this random pieces of paper and he's like i'll even kick it with you guys i'll stay with you guys till it kicks in and so he's like hanging out about two minutes later he's like how you feeling and i was like uh, i'm not really feeling anything hmm. all right just give it a second you'll be flying and like maybe three minutes after that he's like i gotta get going i got an appointment <laughs> to get to how you feeling uh still not feeling anything give it five more minutes you guys are gonna be flying <laughs> All right, see you guys later. And he's just gone. And so then did, like, he, did he did he make his board meeting in time? Yeah, I'm sure he made okay. his board okay. meeting. Okay. Yeah, Good. but yeah, I mean, it happens to everybody. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, in Providence, where I grew up, like there was kind of an uns well, no, it was a spoken rule: uh, don't buy dope off black guys. That's that was the rule I learned that day. And uh, <laughs> you know, it, it it mostly held up at the time. I mean, I don't know if that's racist or not, but. It's, uh, it might be racist. It's definitely racial profiling. But right. you know, at the same time, it's also true. I would buy yeah. drugs. I would buy drugs from a Mexican guy before I buy drugs from a black guy. But one time, after after a night of selling fake acid at a fish show, 
we went to the projects and there was this giant enormous black woman just fat super fat you know 400 pounds maybe and uh she was selling that hair on and oh how my, was it it was great but she gave us like a like aluminum foil like she was just so drunk <laughs> she gave us like way too like enough heroin like to kill a horse to kill like <laughs> to kill like the the fucking mormon tabernacle choir wow yeah yeah it was a lot that was right. a feast i would buy from that black person yeah. for sure <laughs> no I, I don't know i mean obviously it's a, a racist stereotype but yeah i remember well, it kind of hold true back then you also with heroin you wanted to avoid white guys if you could you could do it but it's not ideal ideal uh is a hispanic and the top race for buying heroin asian at least in new england Mm, makes sense. There are a lot of Asian gangs in Rhode Island. I think if you go to fish shows, mm. I don't even know if they're still around anymore. I wouldn't buy drugs from the white guy with dreadlocks wearing a ministry t-shirt. I just wouldn't buy drugs from that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, just it, no. go find a guy wearing some tie dye or other fish related product. Amoral nihilism. Yep. Mm. Uh, what do you have here for the second story? Girl, 16. I seem to have a habit of getting these stories about, uh, Young Just girls. psychopathic teenage girls. Hmm. I wonder if that's a, like a message like or have something. You, did you see my pen-up calendar or something? Like, what is the <laughs> deal? Um, uh, girl 16 accused of killing Uber driver with stolen knife. Machete. Ooh. Yeah. So... Weren't you planning to drive for Uber at one time? Uh, I, yeah, no. I had already started the shit before my car got fucked. <laughs> you know? That would be a terrifying ride. You know, think about that. Take a hit of acid, get in the back of Harrison's Uber. That I mean, would be terrifying. <laughs> I'm sure that will be hung young terrorist in no time. <laughs> uh, a teenage girl from Chicago who has been charged with killing an Uber driver randomly attacked a man with a knife and a machete that she had just stolen from Walmart. Hmm. Eliza Wozni, 16, kept her eyes mostly to the floor Wednesday afternoon as a Cook County judge ordered her held without bail in the killing of Grant Nelson, an act prosecutors call heinous and not provoked in any manner. This is what's weird to me. Like This is what horror films are based off of. Mm -hmm. This girl's like a white suburban girl who lives in like suburban Illinois. Blonde. Blonde. Mm -hmm. What would possess her to go get a machete and go kill an Uber driver? Uh, psychopathy. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, this is like, this is someone who's like, you know, people would be like, oh, I think she's possessed by Satan. Yeah, probably. In a horror film, she'd be possessed by Satan. Yeah, and it's definitely not like a, I wanted to see if I could get away with murder because there's no way to get away from this crime. If you spent like fucking an hour planning it out, there's no. no... Th- th- this isn't like an Ubermensch yeah. thing, you know, like yeah. Hitchcock's rope. This right. is like a fucking psychotic girl. She's yeah. 16 years old, probably has no friends. She'd killed, like, I don't know, several house pets, and now she's like graduating to Uber drivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Nelson, 34, had picked up Wozni early Tuesday, a few blocks from a Walmart in Skokie. This could totally be you, Harrison. Yeah. You're in your 30s. And minutes into the ride, near the corner of whatever, who cares, she began stabbing him. He managed to pull over his Hyundai. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you even picture the scene? The guy's just like, so, Mm. um, 
what kind of music did you get the new uh taylor swift record yeah <laughs> just trying to make conversation i hate when uber drivers do that by the yeah, way yeah i do too that's why sometimes when uh, i get into an uber mm. and it's like an old asian guy i'm like oh, great <laughs> now i can like sit here and like mm. be on my phone and i don't have to deal with like talking to the guy yeah no because they're like where are you going you're going to a party yeah it's like <laughs> I'm going to something somebody's forcing me to go to so I don't stay home and fucking turn my ceiling into a Jackson Pollock painting. That's what I'm doing. Are you happy now? You know this? Who's playing at the Regent tonight? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, he pulled over his Hyundai, ran, ran to a nearby condominium building lobby where he pushed buzzards and yelled, help me, help me, I'm going to die. I thought you said push buzzards. Like the bird. But you said buzzers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. What are you doing? Dude, you got to fight him. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wozni took off in Nelson's car, but quickly struck a median and then ran off on foot. She was found nearby wearing just a bra and leggings. A blood-stained Chicago Cubs t-shirt was found nearby. And a trail of blood led responding officers to the condominium lobby and then to the seriously injured Uber driver. Wow, so that guy was just sitting there pressing random buttons, getting somebody to call 911. Yeah. While he's bleeding to death in this doorway of apartment building. See, he was doing it wrong. Because when you want it, because as a process server, I need to do this sometimes. When you want to get into a building, you just hit all the buttons, and then you're like, I just. You just say something like it sounds like you'd be saying something, but the connection's bad. Somebody will buzz Someone you will in. buzz you in. Yeah. And this guy's probably like, help, help, doctor, please, yeah. 911. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah, People it's like, like uh, you know okay. what, guys? I'm watching Scandal, and I'm, nah, I'm not going to do it. It sucks to have to rely on your fellow man. What was that famous case in New York with that? Oh, um, getting, or that guy, or that, no, that guy was stabbing a woman to death. Yeah. Like right in the courtyard Kitty. of this building. Genovese. Yeah. Genovese. And everybody's just sitting there yeah. like, oh, wow, this is cool. Yeah. I think in this day and age, people are just going to pull out their phones and tape it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so police were able to use the Uber app on his phone to see that Eliza was the name of his most recent customer, the prosecutor said. Uh, now that is some top-notch detective yeah, work. Yeah, open and shut. Yeah. You know? Sherlock Holmes. Way to burn the shoe leather, guys. Yeah. Uh, she called Nelson... A random victim. Uh, so surveillance footage from Walmart showed Wozni walking around the store with a knife and a machete and then leaving without paying for them, the prosecutor said. <laughs> he still he stole it. Yeah. You know, I read another interview with mm. some witnesses at Walmart. Mm. Apparently, she'd just been walking around just with the knife and the machete, just holding them. Mm. Like this teenager holding a knife and a machete. And this, uh, I don't know, some suburban mom with her, with her husband which just went up to her and they're like, um, excuse me, are you okay? And she just didn't even say anything. Just kind of looked like full on Michael Myers. Didn't even say anything, just kept walking. And so then they went over to the security Falling guy. Down. Yeah, they went to the security guy and they're just like, there's a teenager walking around with a machete and a knife and she just walked right out of the store. Maybe you should do something. And the guy's like, okay. And they just didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I got to call corporate. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to what are you going to do when, you know, they've got a machete? I'm a security guard. I make $11 an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably stop. not going to do. I'm but I mean, it's a little girl. It's a it's a 16-year-old girl. Anybody with him, I don't care who it is, has a machete. I'm staying the fuck away from him. That's when you break out your taser. Shirley Temple could have a machete. I I steer clear. 
Okay. I don't know. Don't, I don't, don't know why I use that as taser? an example. Don't they have? A, don't they have? Do they have weapons? The Walmart security? No. They gotta have a taser. I don't think so. Think they have a phone to call the police with? I've seen there. the Black Friday videos. They got. They got to deal with some hooligans. Maybe pepper spray. Yeah. Maybe, but that's a loss. But I'm just saying, like this. Either this child was possessed. Hmm. Or she's just a pure psychopath. So if you're shoplifting, basically you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to get, uh, you know, this computer and uh, this power drill that's expensive. Just grab a machete so that no one stops you on your way out of the store. Well, that's the amazing thing. It's not like she concealed it in her pant leg. Hmm. She just carried it. Just carried it out. Just like, and just with this like thousand yard stare. And everyone was like, yeah, I'm going to probably not fuck with her. Just let her go. I'm going to take... I'm going to take care of the filth in this city. Uh, yeah, so she said Wozniak had taken two earlier Uber rides the evening before. She was apparently in violation of the ride-sharing company's terms and condition, which says customers must be at least 18 years old. I didn't know that. I, I like I read that sentence and I'm like, the terms and conditions state that you're only allowed one stabbing of an Uber driver. <laughs> no yep. more. So... In 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 context in that in that context, mm. if you have to be what sixteen years old, so if you're, you know, fourteen or fifteen, what do you have to be? Wait, did it say sixteen at least? Or she's sixteen? Okay, but you have to be at least eighteen to ride it. So if you're sixteen, you get picked up by an Uber. You could just refuse to pay then, uh, because there's no contract. Yeah, but you can't get the like. Basically, what happens is your dad gives you the fucking. You use your dad's your account. dad's credit card. Yeah. But then, I mean, could you say like, well, my, my kid used it and the kid's 14, so they don't have to pay. I just don't think if you're under 18, you could have your own account. You need your parents' Do you account. remember that uh, back in the 90s when you could order like 10 CDs for a penny? Yeah, Columbia like, House. Columbia House. Yeah. So if you did that before you were 18, you never had to pay. I did it like three times. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I got like, you know, and they always had sh- like, you know, like mainstream shit like the doors whatever really so but yeah. i got like a like 30 cds and i yeah. never i don't think i paid anything so i got all my best bonnie raid albums yeah <laughs> credence clearwater revival right yeah, yeah rock i mean you shit. can get like faith no more you can get some okay stuff yeah i think i know? got a metallica record or something mm. but yeah they didn't have like dark throne yeah by the way that that is not in any way related to the story no but i'm just saying <laughs> contract law yeah. if you're under 18 i think you know who i think told me about it is i had like a business law class when i was okay. in high school oh and the, the teacher was like yeah you know if you ever go on any of these sites and they they let you sign up or i mean there was no internet back then but if you like sign up for something you're not beholden by the law to pay and so i was thinking shit i'm gonna go fucking order some cds yeah that's, you know, i yeah. went right out and did it and then it was like okay well, what can they do i did the same thing yeah I, oh, okay. I thought you were just bringing up like, you know, hey, remember Lickamade? You know, the thing where you, it's the powder and you dip the thing in there. That was cool, right? There's reason to my rhyme there. Okay, Harrison. all right, all right. Anyway. Uh, meow, 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 meow. Wozni has been charged as an adult with first degree murder. She's held without bail. And the judge called the crime extremely violent. <laughs> Did she stab him through the seat or just in the neck? I think through the neck. Oh. Because the seat seems like a... 
Like it if I tried to effective. stab somebody through a seat, I'd feel I'd feel like I'd fuck I'd hit the spring and be like, ah, I'd be yeah, like, but a I'd hole. think my my upward stroke or my downward mm. stroke would be hit by the the roof of the car. So she yeah. must have did like a side slice kind of thing. Because it's probably like a Prius or something. You know? <laughs> um, wow, mm-hmm. brutal, yeah, brutal. So. Outside the courtroom, Nelson's brother Todd Nelson called him the most gentle, kind person. He never hurt anyone. He was good to animals. He was good to children. Yeah. That, that's the thing with uh, with Uber. Like you never know who's sitting in the back seat or that, in the front seat. I mean, that girl could. Yeah. Th- yeah, that would freak me out. Right. If I was an Uber driver and the guy instead of getting in the back seat just gets in the front seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, he didn't. Um, you know, he didn't constantly insult children, and he's never kicked a dog, so he's <laughs> fucking Mother Teresa now. That's what happens when people die. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They're always lionized. That's how it goes. Yeah. He was was just trying to do the best he could in life, Todd Nelson said. Let me tell you, that's not how you feel when you Mm. get to the point and you got to start driving for Uber. You're like, I fucked up, bro. (laughs) Well, there's a reason why you're driving for Uber. Right. It's because you failed. Well, or you don't have many other options. Right. The siblings, as well as their parents, were in the courtroom during the hearing. Uh, oh yeah, she's being tried as an adult. Did I mention that? I think you did. Yeah, because that's what they do in America. They're just like, oh, you're, you're eight years old, you're tried as an adult. Well, I think it depends on the crime. It does, but I yeah. feel like eventually it won't. Uh, an Uber spokeswoman issued a statement saying the company is heartbroken, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're real heartbroken. So there's not a lot of information about here, but I looked up just some other things in my re- We do research, guys, you know? We do it. So there's it's weird because there's pictures of this chick, and it's like her Facebook pictures, she looks like a cute blonde girl, hmm. but her mugshot, she looks like a witch. And no, not, I haven't seen it. Let me not, see it. Do you like have it up there? Okay, so here's here's a Facebook picture. Look at this. Facebook picture? The, paint a picture here, D. All right. Oh, wow. Actually, it's not bad. Yeah. Although you could tell from that shot, she could be uh, she could be kind of fat. Because it's like, you know, it's a, it's a close-up of the face. Right. I want to see Whoa. Mug shot. Whoa. Swamp hag. All right. Yeah. And then and then there's uh, there were some other pictures of her that were actually like, okay. You I want to see a full body shot. Do you have one? I know she's only 16. I'm just trying to get a Jesus an Christ. image. <laughs> I, I can't wait for the I can't wait for the indictment. Wait, her Facebook page is still around? Like no, they just I, it? I checked, dude. Oh. Uh, she her last post on Facebook was okay, okay. That just changed everything. Ooh, did someone just like? I bet you know. There's probably a guy to blame for this. And she Some spelled, dude just totally broke up with her. She spelled just without a T. I oh. don't know if that's what the kids are doing nowadays. I bet you some guy like broke her heart, mm. screwed her over, boned uh, her best friend. Oh my god! Yeah, so uh, this you know, there's some pictures of her. She looks hmm. all right. Wow, this one where but she wearing... definitely kind of has that deranged uh, Eileen Warnos thing going on. That mugshot. Yeah, and that like uh, this is a, this is her page on kidscasting.com. See, she looks different in every picture. Yeah, like the talented Mister Ripley or some shit. Wow. Um, so yeah, she she they still don't know. I mean, they really don't know what the, the what provoked what, her, what the motive is. You know, they 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 don't know. Maybe she just hate, maybe she just hates Uber and would prefer Lyft. Her Instagram got <laughs> shut down. 
Yeah, she could be a Lyft agent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you maybe know. she's just against Uber. I like this. Oh, no. Nelson was known for his love of animals. That's like those Tinder profiles where it's like, I love to travel and I love to laugh. It's like, who the fuck doesn't love to laugh? Other yeah, but, than people with fucking rib injuries. But that's you know? the thing. It's like they print something like, you know, this guy was known for his love yeah. for animals and they look at his computer. It's just a, all bestiality porn. <laughs> it's just like, great. We printed that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late to retract. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to see what happens. I mean, I, I, I would like to know what caused her yeah. like, to divorce from reality. Like what changed everything? Right. And caused her to go to Walmart and grab a machete. Hell of a way to kill some dude. I mean, why not just stab him in the neck with a knife? At least kill a rich person or something. Yeah, like yeah. That, that guy. He loved mm. animals. All right, the third story we got here came in from Alex. He says, good rule of thumb, never let Grandpa Harrison babysit your kid. Hmm, I, I don't think Harrison really ever wants to babysit anyone. I was just talking earlier about how sometimes I have to babysit my niece. Wow, really? And I'm like, are you guys shitting me? What do you do? I do. Do you prepare activities? Do you get? I, I, I could picture that to be like a cause of anxiety for you. It is. Well, I see her like once a year, so it's like every year, it's like she's a different creature. You know, mm. there's the thing where it's like it's it's like her mother Recently goes she's away, just growing my up. sister goes away, so it's just like she cries for thirty minutes, and then after that, it's like okay, I'll read Cat in the Hat or whatever. <laughs> you know but it's like it's hard because it's I think we're going to like a museum or something because I'm going to be in London you know oh and so my sister's yeah, doing yeah. some work conference so I'm going to babysit this kid but one time I was babysitting this kid and, and like she was eating grapes and I'm like okay yeah she eats grapes whatever don't they, they eat grapes she start, they do yeah uh, they do and uh, she started choking on a grape and I'm like are you, you have one job and it's not to die did you give her the Heimlich? You fail. Yeah, but luckily I had... I remember when I was taking that EMT class? Oh, yeah. I yeah, knew how yeah. to give an infant the Heimlich, which is I different. no idea. From normal people. What do you do? You just like pound them on, on the, the back, back. On the back? On the back, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you do this in public? No, this is at my... Uh, oh, at her house. At my mom's house, actually. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah. about to say, you probably get shot. It's a guy that looked like you just pounding an infant on the back in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. I'd probably be tackled and held for the, yeah. yeah. No, but, but you know, that's the thing. It's like, I mm. never, I'm a guy that looks like me. No one ever asked me to babysit a kid. But yeah. I remember uh, my ex-girlfriend, Her occasionally she would babysit her niece, her sister's mm. kid. And her kid, that kid was like, I don't know, six years old or mm. something. But I remember one time, uh, it was like in the summer, and she's at our house and we're sitting around. And uh, that, that kid, the only movie that kid liked was Elf. You know that movie with yeah. Will Ferrell? Elf. Mm -hmm all the time over and over again elf hmm. and so we're sitting there watching elf for like the third time in a row and i was like kind of going out of my fucking mind i couldn't watch the movie anymore and my girlfriend passed out so i was like hey uh maria let's let's try something else and she's like what and i was like i thought the kid was just gonna go to bed but she just stayed up but I was in the middle of, uh, you know... Faces was, of Death. No, I put on oh. The Sopranos, because I was in the middle of watching The Sopranos. How old is this kid? I don't know, like six. Okay. Who cares? They're not old enough. I mean... And so we yeah. watched, like, maybe three episodes of The Sopranos, and then my girlfriend woke up, and she was fucking pissed off at me. Yeah. She was just like, why would you do this? And I was like, what do you mean? It's... I couldn't watch Elf anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what else do you put on for a kid? Like Dora the Explorer. 
That's As what you're if, where out. am I going to find Dora the Explorer? Like download episodes of it? I don't have it. I don't have cable. Oh, you're on net. Was this before Netflix or what? Uh, yeah, this is like in, mm. I don't know, when was The Sopranos on? 2005? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so he was just like, it was on HBO, and so we were just watching it. Anyway, whatever. Christ, I think the dude. kid probably, I think the kid enjoyed it. She liked it. Yeah. yeah it was a fun show. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, th- this guy, this is a completely different story. <laughs> this is unlike any uh, babysitting incident either one of us would be involved in. Idaho man, 85 years old, says sex crime involving four-year-old girl was not done for pleasure. Hmm. Police arrested Charles Cecil Carroll on the felony charge in April, but he recently defended himself, sharing his side of the story in an interview with the newspaper. He says, her mother lived in the same apartment complex that I did. I used to see them all the time. She'd come over and when, when she was pregnant, and when the baby was born... I went to the hospital to visit. I even held that little girl when she was less than an hour old. I loved her as if she was my own child. So there's obviously, this is like a single mom. You know, maybe she had like a, found in a father figure, this like elderly neighbor that she was friends with. Right. You know, um, the girl and her mother would often spend time at the guy's house. On this one occasion, they were spending time in his home the day the crime unfolded. Carol said he was just walking around the house wearing a robe and smoking a cigarette in the dining room at the time, which I find kind of weird, but do a lot of old guys, when you're just retired, just never put clothes on, just walk around your robe all day? Yeah, I think so. Is that normal? I would assume so. Would you do that? Do you do that now? I don't. I, I used to have a cool robe, like a smoking jacket robe, and it just got all tattered. But okay, but when you put that robe on, would you have underwear on underneath it? Yeah. So this guy was just wearing the robe completely naked. Okay. He says, my robe had become partially open and I didn't correct. Mm. Now that's weird. To me, that's weird. You got a child, you got this other woman, you know, you're not related to them. It'd be just as weird if you're related to them, but you're not related to them. You're walking around with your robe partially open, your dong hanging out. Well, let me give a counterpoint to that. There's nothing um, evil inherently about the human body, the anatomy of yeah, the human body. Yeah, but there's like, you know, morality, decency. There's I mean, like, you have guests in your house. There's an argument to be made for propriety, yes. <laughs> there is. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm just saying, if you're going to have guests, guests come over, put on a fucking pair of trousers. Yeah. You know, how hard is that? Okay. You know, put on a, a shirt, you know, maybe some shorts. It's not that difficult. It's a little controversial, I think, but sure. So anyway, he says, my robe had become partially open, and I didn't correct. The child walked over, and out of curiosity, I'd say, started handling my genitals. <laughs> now, at that point, you know, I, that just doesn't just happen. That's the thing. It's like it doesn't just happen. Like a mm. kid would just like all of a sudden, you know, just start handling them. He had to have been like putting them on display. Maybe singing the Barney song with his dong. Something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't think a kid would just walk over and be like, wow, what is that? Is that a penis? I'm going to handle it. You know, I, 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 I don't love know. you. You love me. <laughs> I just had a vasectomy. Yeah. Do you think he's doing a little puppetry of the right. penis? Like moving it around with strings? Hi, girl. I'm the one-eyed snake. <laughs> 
one-eyed red willy here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's scary. Um, it went on for about three or four minutes. Three or four minutes, not seconds. Three that's or four a minutes. Long time before the mother returned to the room, freaked out, grabbed her daughter, and left. And here's here's my question. And this this might be a felony worthy question. I'm not really sure. I'm not a lawyer. Um, but do you think she just grabbed the shaft or do you think she was also like gently tickling the testicles as well? <laughs> Are you saying one hand or two? Yeah. So you're just thinking she like double fisted this, uh, this old man's genitals. I don't know, man. Why you do know? you want to know this? Just to paint a picture of the I'm felony? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just I don't curious know. if that's nature or nurture. I don't know. I have no idea what mm. the uh, what the guy said in his mm. Barney voice while he was using his penis puppet, but um, either or, it's 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 disgusting and repulsive. Yes, it is. And, and could you imagine? Like this is like mm. the probably the worst thing to see when you come yeah. out of the bathroom. You know, like you just you just put on, touch up your makeup, mm. you walk out of the bathroom, and there's your daughter just like you know tickling the balls and caressing the shaft of your 85 year old neighbor. You know, I had a friend of mine. A few years older than me, and she used to babysit her best friend's kid a lot. The kid was, I don't know, fucking two or three or something. And uh, she would take baths with him. What? Yeah. That's just... And they're like hippies, so they're like, it's fine. She would, she would take baths. She's not related. Would just no. take baths with this kid. Yeah. That's weird. Male child, yeah. How old is the kid again? Uh, three, two or three, something like that. All right, it's it's not as bad as if unless if like if the kid was thirteen, yeah. I would say that's a little weird, <laughs> weirder. That would be very weird. You know, it's it's yeah. a little odd. Oh, can you pass the soap? I remember um, when uh, I was thirteen years old and mm -hmm. I had a paper route. My dad made me work at the age of thirteen. Yeah, that way I had um, to work too, motherfucker. At the age of thirteen, yeah, it's I worked in a fish market for a dollar an hour. Child labor law, a dollar an hour, and I was a caddy, golf caddy. Jeez, I actually I caddied too at that age. Yeah, when I was like fourteen. Uh, but yeah, so I was uh, I was doing the paper out, and like every month you'd have to collect, and you cruise mm. around and collect from all the homes. This one lady, I think her name was Mrs. Greenleaf. She would just enter. She would. She was always home because she was retired. You light this week, Greenleaf. Yeah, <laughs> she would always answer the door wearing a robe. Okay, and more often than not. That robe would be revealed, like would be open, and she was naked underneath. Mm. And I remember, like on more than one occasion, I like we'd go there to like collect money, and she'd just open the door, robe completely open, the biggest gray bush I've ever seen, just this gray thicket of pubic hair, and she'd be like, "Oh, let me get my checkbook." Like and the I'd, woman in the bath in the shining. In the shining, yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. Like I still have nightmares when I see, think of Miss Greenleaf, and I'd just be like, "It's okay, I got it this month," and I'd yeah. just be like, I'm, "It's worth me. It was worth it for me not mm. to get the seven dollars." Yeah, and just move on to the next house and to see that lady's disgusting bush. Ugh, Jesus Christ, man, that's gross. Yeah. Um. So anyway, she uh, reported the incident to police, and the same day, uh, Carol was arrested. <sighs> anyway, she reported the incident to police, and the same day, Carol was arrested. Um, during his initial court appearance, a judge ordered his release and issued a three-year no-contact order, barring him from interacting with a woman and her daughter. How the hell did this guy get out? That is pretty weird. How did he get out? Well, here's the weird thing about this story. There's a 90% chance that there's some... Impro there's some pedophilic impropriety here. 
there's a 10% chance that this is just some weird progressive hippie guy who's like, you know, we have to encourage children's curiosity because it, you know, like, you know, these people where they're I, like, we have to encourage you. We can't say no to them. We have to encourage. Well, it's kind of like the families of nudists. Yeah. Which is just bizarre to me. But there are families that are just. Yeah. We mm. take our kids to nudist summer camps and nudist uh, beaches. Mm. And it's like you really let your five year old yeah. be butt naked with a bunch of other like growing adults. That's bizarre. This is a, I, I bet he thought it was a teachable moment <laughs> that time. Mm. Or, you know what it reminds me of is uh, the people, the families in San Francisco, the hippie, liberal, progressive families in San Francisco that would bring their children to the fucking Folsom Street Fair. Yeah. It's like, what are you thinking? Yeah. I, I could I'd be scarred for life. It's insane. <laughs> um, so anyway, he, is, uh, he, was, he was, uh, had a three-year no-contact order barring him from interacting with a woman. A little over a month later, he was charged with violating that order. Um, he claimed to the, to the news here that he had, been, he had taken out a loan for the woman's car and learned that she had missed two payments on the vehicle. So he just was driving by her home to see if she was still there. The woman saw him and uh, turned him in. Hmm. Do you think in this case, if you owed this guy a bunch of money, but he just molested your child, would you pay him back? No. 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 <laughs> I'd be like, no, there's no way, man. Perfect excuse not to pay somebody yeah. back. Uh, he pled guilty to violating the uh, no contact order and sentenced 180 days in jail. When asked why he didn't stop the young girl from touching him, he said he didn't have a good answer. He says, I do not have a good answer. Though he vehemently disputes the investigator's claim that he allowed the girl to touch him for sexual reasons. He said, that's an out and out lie. It absolutely had nothing to do with sexual pleasure on my part. So I think he's kind of going that 10% that you're saying. I think he thinks you he's like... You know what? Like a, I felt like he probably should have come up with a good reason by the time he went before the judge. <laughs> he had a lot of time to sit there and come up with a good reason. I think he's trying to be like, I'm slim good body teaching yeah. an anatomy lesson yeah. or something, you know? That's something I would do. Like, oh, I was, fuck, I was supposed to come up with a reason, but I've just been sitting here playing Sudoku for two days. <laughs> you know? Jesus. Yeah, you'd think he'd had this much time. Like, yeah. come up with a... a a better reason, you know? Um, but anyway. And if the mother just walked in, how do people know it's three to four minutes? Did he tell them? Yeah, I, well, mm. I don't know. I mean, she might have said I was in the bathroom for like three to four minutes. Okay. And when I came back, he's just sitting there, kids tickling my dong. Either mm. way, yeah. I, I'm just amazed that someone like the judge would be like, yeah, sure, you can go out. Just don't go near her house for three mm. months. <laughs> God. And then after three months, anything goes. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Anyway, people, send your stories. Stick around podcast.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. But first, here's another word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle. I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDL. 
So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember, people keep it under three minutes. We just don't want to listen to your calls if they're over three minutes. Actually, I think the Google Voice number cuts it off after three. No, it doesn't. It doesn't? I've seen a few over. Oh, all right. You used to have it cut off. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with these people. I'll have to fix that. But, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some exceptions. Yeah, maybe. Where I could just listen to them go on and on. The first call we got here is from a uh, longtime caller. I love this guy because he always has entertaining stories. Mm. And this one, uh, this one definitely fits the bill. It's, uh, it's about Black Sabbath. He's at a Black Sabbath show. All right. Hi. At the end of the last episode before the um, Tokyo guy called in, Harrison was talking about a guy he called in and always calls a related to dogs. And that was me, so thanks for the memory uh, I called in about the... Uh, yeah, someone wanking a dog off in uh, my university class, and also my brother sticking biscuits up my ass and getting dogs to eat them out when I was a kid. <laughs> I... All right, so I'm getting this, the the sex dog guy confused with the Tokyo guy. They're Got two it. different guys. Okay. Yeah. I also called in uh, a few months ago about uh, me pissing in my sleep on um, a girl I was seeing on all the possessions. So I was drunk. Um, yeah. So an update on that. Uh, I'm not seeing her anymore. Um, surprise, surprise. Figure that one out. But uh, thanks to the guy who called in and fucking made uh, D, um, reminded D about the time he pissed on the wackily stuff. So uh, yeah, fuck you, D. Yeah, fuck you very much. Is, right? It does um, happen to the best of us. Also, uh, never happened to me. Is it? You've never it, pissed And I'm the worst of us. Uh, no. I find that hard to believe. No. Really? Never. Not even never. once. Never. You've always pissed in a toilet or uh, in the woods or something? Yeah. Or like, eh, maybe a few times in the shower. Ever on a girl? No. What? You've never pissed on a girl? No. Unless, uh, if until I meet a woman who requests me to do it, I wouldn't, I have I've, no I've interest like in doing that. Several women request it. Huh. And I've only requested it once. Okay. The, are you sure they weren't just gay men uh, dressed up like Bugs Bunny used to dress up to fool? people do you remember <laughs> remember how he used to do that he, he would dress up and drag to yeah, try yeah. To fool people yeah uh, I don't think they were I, I do believe they had female genitalia but hmm. I don't know didn't uh, yeah there you go okay some girls like that yeah I'd like to say that the, like whatever else it is well the whole retard rotundo thing is fucking hilarious and I completely agree with you guys like rotundo retard you know it's just a funny word and if people take offense to that then Offense is just people's opinion, isn't it? There's no actual physical harm done. But uh, anyway, in relation to that story... Uh, Let's not forget, identical, identity politics can be dangerous up to a point. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's a little chicken wrong story. Uh, this thing that happened last year when I was at a festival. Um, I was at Download Festival in England, and um, we were seeing Black Sabbath, and it was like, nice. it was just fucking it was absolutely pissing it down for like three or four days and it was just horrible we called it drown load or brown load it was that fucking horrible and before we saw Black Sabbath I thought it'd be really good to do loads of acid um, <laughs> which was fun until Black Sabbath ended and we, you know, we were knee deep in mud just fucking miserable fucking walk back to the campsite did you ever go to well, like when you were Lollapalooza like back then I was doing a lot of mushrooms a lot yeah. of acid okay. stuff like that 
the worst place to do hallucinogenics. Oh yeah, was at those festivals. Oh yeah, you're surrounded by people. There's no escape. And yeah, the music's cool, but honestly, it's like I would rather just be sitting on my beanbag chair at home listening to it on the stereo yeah than having to deal with this with your lava lamp yeah it it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun it's like oh my god this will be great i'm gonna trip at the black sabbath show but in actuality it sucks it's never fun yeah Yeah. no I, i a lot of people think a lot of dumb things will be good ideas and they're not the only time I've ever freaked out on acid was at a butthole surfer show. Okay. Like back, did you ever, you ever see them live when they played back no. in the day? They used to play like, they had like screens, like movie screens showing like different videos, a penile reconstructive surgery, animals giving birth. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there listening to their music, like the song Sweat Loaf, like, and I'm just got like three hits of acid. And I'm like, uh, and it's just like this dick being cut open and molded a vagina. I had to run outside. I had to run outside. I was like crying and sweating and puked. Yeah, it was not a fun time. Same thing happened to my cousin in high school. She went to go see Skinny Puppy on acid. Same thing. During the Vivisect 6 tour. Ah, So behind ah, them, they just have a screen showing animals being vivisected. I saw that tour. It was awful. I couldn't imagine being on acid for that. Yeah, Just never a good idea. Great album, though. It is a damn fine album. Yeah, yeah. All right. And anyway, I ended up losing my mates, and I'm walking back, and I stumbled into, like, a group of uh, rotundos uh, <laughs> as they were walking, like, back from the fucking, the Black Sabbath thing, and I didn't know what was going on, like, you know, I thought I was hallucinating, these people had, like, there, there was all sorts of disabilities, you know, some guys had fucking, like, Down syndrome with some physical disabilities, like, I would have thought they'd been in a separate part of the, you know, the festival, now they were just, like, traipsing into- through Wait, wait, he thought there was like a special, like a, a, a section of the festival for special people. Was this OzFest? What was this? No, thing? it was a download festival. So, you know, England know. has like a ton yeah. of different festivals. They do. But it's just funny to me that it's like, oh yeah, the short bus comes up mm. and all like the rotundos go to this one special mm. area of the download festival. That's like, mm. you know, you have to have some kind of disability or a crash helmet on. First of all, why would you bring a busload of rotundos to a Black Sabbath show? That sounds like that movie, The Dream Team. Remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. Was that a porn? No. Oh. No. Maybe I wish it was. Had I Michael thought Keaton. I was hoping it was. Christopher Lloyd. It would be a good porn. Yeah, it would be a good porn. <laughs> I'd love that. I'd love to see Christopher Lloyd fuck anybody. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Glastonbury Festival last year. Do they have it? a special education area? No, but that was the whole reason that Brexit won. Because <laughs> people were like, oh, I gotta go see fucking Prodigy or whatever the f- I don't know what British people like, you know. So they they went to that instead of voting. That's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All they the sh- rotundos go see Prodigy. Right, that's what happens. They should. I mean, they, you know, they they're passing all these voter ID laws in the states. <laughs> they should just be like, it's a free Rihanna concert or something, you know. And then they'd all be there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. I'm sure I said something terrible just now. I don't know. The mud like the rest of it. And, you know, I, I kind of freaked out. And I, I was fucking hallucinating. So, you know, oh, my God, everyone's been retarded. But now it was, it was just a group of them having a lovely day out. So I'm an awful fucking human being. Don't do drugs. So, uh, yeah, Harrison, keep up the sobriety. Keep up the podcast. Um, peace. Cheers, guys. Yeah, that shit's up on the wing, guy. 
Anyway, um, it's, it, it's kind it of may funny. not have been yeah. retarded. Because you know the thing... Well, like, the guy was on LSD. That happens when uh, you're like on mushrooms. And it's not necessarily a bad trip, but everyone looks really ugly and they look like mole people. Oh, yeah. yeah have you ever had yeah. that thing where it's like you try to focus on someone and it's like their eyes moving up and moving down yeah. and their yeah. mouth is kind of... So it's like they might have been just ugly you know, but they it might have been a group of northern birds and the guy sees them and it's like oh they're rotundos you know i remember i went to new york in high school because my friend was uh going to eugene lang and i went to visit him and i was supposed to meet this girl i met on the internet this vampire goth chick to go to communion at i think it was at coney island high if you remember that place oh yeah coney island high yeah i saw the bc boys there huh yeah. oh there you go and uh I met her. I was on mushrooms. I just watched Fantastic Planet. I was out of my mind. <laughs> and it was like she looked like a ghoul. And I, I'll, to this day, I'll never know. She could have been the hot, you know? Who knows? She could have been Feruza Balk for all I fucking know to this day. That's the, that's the thing. It's like, have you ever heard uh, people say, like, oh, you ever have sex on acid? It's like, no. 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 It's like, I don't even want to go there. Yeah. It's the furthest it, thing from my mind. And having sex on Molly is fantastic. Oh, but yeah. But I find it hard to get over. It's like hard to, you feel so weird that you're kind of like, sex, what is, like, you got to go over this hump kind of before but you get there. If you're on Molly or acid? On Molly. Now, Molly, it's just like I pop a couple of Viagra, take a bunch of Molly and have fun. I initially don't feel sexual. I kind of have to, like, force myself into it, and then it's the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, but but so. acid, I don't care. No. I just couldn't deal. No. I couldn't even... Could you imagine, like, oral sex on acid? Uh, yeah, it'd be scary. It'd be okay. like that, that movie Teeth. Anyway, I just find it hard to believe that a, you know, a uh, handler would bring a gaggle of rotundos to a Black Sabbath concert. I think these people were probably Scottish people that you just saw, or Welsh. They're probably Welsh. And you saw them, you're just like, a, you're, you're so fucked up on acid, you're like, oh, wow. A gaggle of rotundos. Yeah, it makes sense. It's very easy to get on the list of us, our Scottish listeners. <laughs> you know, so you got to be careful. I've been on it. I've been off it. I've been on it. I you can keep track. All right, the next call we got here. I actually really enjoy this call. Mm. Um, this dude, he called twice, and he was genuinely upset about the... The, the whole attack on the London Bridge and everybody labeling Muslims as terrorists. And so he was really upset about it. Mm. Then he called back again to clarify his point. The first message was kind of hard to hear. I couldn't even, like the audio was so bad. But he called back again to clarify his point. So here it is. Be around a few months ago, I didn't realize the fucking phone call was only three months long. My name is Kenneth Egan. You can all know it. I didn't give a fuck. Whatever you want to do, probably troll me or something. Maybe give me money. Uh, hold on. Like that on your page. And Very difficult to understand. I have no idea what he's saying. I think he's Irish. Yeah. Like it's got he's got a thick accent. Yeah. Maybe he's not Irish. He's got a thick accent. Hard to understand, and the connection is kind of bad. But anyway, just just bear with me, people. The yeah. payoff is is great. It sounds like the guy at the Jack in the Box drive-through. So. <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea was there was a fucking terrorist attack in London, and people were being murdered. Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking dogs are all mental here. What the fuck's that about? Shut the fuck up! Not a phone call here. 
have to hang, I have to get old. Shut the fuck up, you little bastard. Shut up the fuck. Anyway, I'm gonna go because the dog's gone mental. Shut the fuck. Um, I'd love to hear my voice. Shut the fuck up. I'd love to hear my voice in the podcast after listening to it for eight years or seven Sweet years. God. So do that for me if you can. Shut the fuck up, you little bastard. All right, cheers. London got attacked or something. All right, look, bye. That's the only word I understood was bye. <laughs> something about terrorist attack. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know you, what it reminded you me like, of? You little shite goblins. You remember the movie Snatch and Brad Pitt with yeah. the dags? The mm-hmm. dags. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, dags. It's like you couldn't understand what he was saying. It's like, uh, <laughs> and, and all those pikeys had like mm. 10 dogs. Yeah. It's like, that's what I kind of picture. This guy in his fucking trailer, he's got like fucking 15 dogs. Mm. Like the and dags. then it's like act surprised when they all are barking and doing stupid dog shit. I think he was know? talking about the terrorist attack. I'm okay. not quite sure. The only word I could really understand was bye. And shut the fuck up, you fucking dogs. We got to do something about <laughs> these dogs, though. You know, oh, yeah. you know, I've seen Irish guys, like not Irish, you know, I'm from Boston. I'm Irish, uh, Irish but actual Irish. Uh, I saw, you know, I've seen Irish guys in Ireland kick dogs they're dogs and they just kick them in it's the just stomach like normal it's like fine god that's weird and i i i think I, I was playing basketball i was like 17 i was in galway i was playing basketball with some irish guys and this dude kicked his dogs that kept running on the court and the guy was like hey that's not the way i can't do an irish accent he's like that's not the way you kick a dog you know and then they got into a fight about it about how to kick a how dog to kick properly. a dog Jesus. how to kick a dog <laughs> what did you do? Um, I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Did you do. learn how to do it? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't even know they played basketball. I think in I'd Ireland. honestly rather kick a baby than kick a dog. You know, I didn't even know they played basketball in Ireland. Yeah, they figured do. they'd be too drunk. No, they did it. Oh, they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and, and I didn't want to get into a fight. I was seventeen. These guys were like fucking big fucking oh, no you get the shit yeah, out of yeah. Irish people redheaded fucking yeah. freak monsters last call we got here is uh, the listener you love to hate Michigan boy Michigan boy Michigan boy alright let's hear what this man has to say hey second wrong fuckers it's uh misshapen whatever the fuck you want to call me misshapen boy or right first race free new how about rotundo ah, <laughs> anyways uh, i'm back on listening to the podcast and uh firefest shit great huh yeah good shit anyways um um yeah i'm so pretty fucking bummed about finding out my grandma was a nazi that's and then uh i'm sorry i don't remember that call what was he talking about He's like, I'm bummed about finding out my grandmother was a Nazi. I don't remember that either. I don't, but you know, to be honest, I paid paid like maybe twenty percent of my attention to his calls. Right. I mean, uh, maybe his grandmother was Irma. What the fuck was her name? The the hot one from Eva uh, Braun. No, not Eva. She wasn't a guard. Oh. Uh, it was like Irma Ilsa, Ilsa Bergen or something. Irma Grace. Irma Grace. Yeah, oh, she yeah. was uh, the one who fucked uh, Mengele. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oof. She's she's something. She turned on by the experiments. I think so. 
I love the way you inject the blue dye into the eyes of the Jews while they're in the pressure tanks. That would be weird if that's the only way you could get wet. Like, that's the only way to get aroused is to see him, like, inject dye into, like, children's eyes. You know what's weird? There are some people that... Have you ever hear, heard of Vore? No, what's that? People can only get aroused if they're being eaten by a giant thing. Eaten by a giant thing? Like a like giant an animal? worm or a person sometimes. Oh. To be like, I want you to pretend like you're eating me, you know? Hmm. Yeah. That is weird. Uh-huh. Anyway. Something you stumble across on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I found out some other shit about my family. I'm not going to bring it up because it's not really... You guys don't give a fuck. So anyways, no. uh uh, you know what? I'd like to know more about this Nazi thing because I don't remember what the fuck you're talking about, dude. I don't. I. I. I maybe I was in rehab when we got this call. Your grandmother's a Nazi. That's weird. That's just weird. Okay. Anyway. But uh, I mean, how old are you? Twenty? What the fuck? Your yeah, grandmother's yeah, how old a she Nazi. Be? That's weird. Yeah. She's a neo-Nazi. Maybe he's older than that. She was in Romper Stopper. All right. Um, I got to an argument, drunken, heated argument over uh, with a gay dude over the weekend, and I want your guys, I want you guys to weigh in on this. Do you guys think it's better if you got head from a fat chick? Because you know, fat girls give good head. I don't know what it. I just got head from a chubbier girl. She wasn't like fat, but she was, you know, she was a little over weight for you know five foot. You know, she shouldn't. I don't know. Uh, you know, she's cute. I love that description. Yeah. yeah. She was just a little overweight for, you know, five foot, you know, maybe 380 pounds, you know, um, anyway. But whatever. Okay. So it was fucking amazing. So I want to know, like, if you guys know or anybody you guys know, uh, what's better? Head from a dude that has received head or head from a fat chick? And, of course... This gay dude hasn't had head since he was like, I don't know, 13. So. Well, he must be the worst gay dude on the planet. <laughs> Wait, is he saying had head from a woman since he was 18? Oh. That's that probably what I'm thinking. Because a guy, yeah. Because what is he, you know? Well, isn't that, my, my brother always says a blowjob's a gay man's handshake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was a really fucking dumb, drunken argument and ended up being a stalemate going nowhere. You know? Fuck. But, yeah, so head from a fat chick or head... What, what, did you expect it to develop into a fucking academic symposium? <laughs> like, where is that argument going to go? Yeah, it's like the great debate here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Head from a dude that's received head. I can't... I don't have an opinion. You know, you can't... You think about it when you're sober. There's no opinion, but whatever. Uh... Yeah, so I've been listening to some of the other podcasts. I can see people still really love me, and I. Not since William F. Buckley and Gore Vidal debated on national television has there been such a fucking <laughs> dilemma as this. Love them. The English, the English callers are the fucking best. I fucking love those English fuckers. They're great. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Fire Firestarter or whatever. He's he's my favorite. He probably fucking hates me, though. Everybody fucking hates me. You my friends hate me. I'm the most hated <laughs> motherfucker. But yeah. Did you just say you're my friend, Satan? No, he said even my friends hate me. Oof. 
I'll be out in LA. Not surprised. Um, with my Italian family. So they really want to see LA. Uh, what did your grandmother work for Mussolini? I don't get it. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering. I want to know why she's a Nazi. I forgot all about this. <laughs> it's like the more you learn about him, the worse it gets. <laughs> what do you hate him more now? I never hated the guy. Oh, you don't? Yeah, I kind you're, of. You're in the minority. And I like I like him in the way that I like George Lucas. Like everything he does just makes things worse. Yeah, I guess you know? I can see that. Yeah. Like, he's like, you guys hate me, but whatever, man. He's, he's cool. not as bad. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not as bad as Saddam Hussein. Like, Hussein. Like I, I would say mm-hmm. this guy, a little worse than the 85-year-old man who got his toddler, you know, the toddler uh, played with his balls, but not as bad as Saddam. Right. But, I mean, who would you rather go out drinking with, Uday Hussein or this guy? Uday, for yeah. sure, dude. Uday, like, that yeah. guy partied. Yeah. I mean, you might end up with a knife through your hand for no reason, but hey. Yeah, but could you imagine a whole night out with uh, Michigan Boy? You probably would put a knife in your stomach. Mm. Like Hari Kiri. You know, if Detroit wasn't fucking dirty enough for them to begin with, not that I'm ragging on L.A. L.A. is warmer. And you guys got your water back, so that's good. But all right, I will, uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Harrison, D, you guys have a good one. All right, later, bye. All right, so first of all, let me say I hate this call. I hate this call more than anything. Because Why about the blowjob? The question that is asinine, and he started with something that really interested me and then just fucking went away. You know, they'd be like, yeah, so it's cool. You know, I was drinking the other night, and I, I realized that the uh, earth is actually hollow and full of dinosaurs. But hey, I took if you take a shit in your girlfriend's, if you do a double-decker, is that considered gay? <laughs> like, fuck you! Oh my god. That is kind of a bait and switch there. Um, you know, I, I'm not even going to answer the question. I didn't think it was possible to make Nazis boring. I'm not going to answer the question. It's like, it's such a nonsensical question. It's like, yeah. what's better? A blowjob from a fat chick or a blowjob from a gay guy? Yeah. What, what? I don't even understand. Like, how can you even compare the two? First of all, just because. Someone is a fat chick, you know, does not necessarily mean that they're good at giving blowjobs. Okay. No, or, Everybody's or a different. gay guy might not even be good at giving blowjobs. Everybody's different. I, I mean, Jewish broads tend to have a little bit of more skill at it. Let's just say <laughs> in my in my anecdotal experience. Yeah, but Jewish broads also have you know, probably more of a chance of bitching about doing it. That's true. Then, uh, but yeah. Um, I've had a couple good blowjobs from Jewish mm. girls. I've had a couple good blowjobs from non-Jewish girls. Mm. I'm saying the best blowjob you're going to get is from a person who's enthusiastic about it. A person who likes to give blowjobs mm. will probably give a good blowjob. So if you have a gay guy that likes to give blowjobs, you're probably going to get a good blowjob. If you got a fat girl who likes to give blowjobs, she's going to give you a blowjob. There are a lot of myths. There are a lot of weird sexual myths like, you know, uh, c- crazy chicks are the best in bed, which I'm... I don't think that's true because it's like sometimes you're fucking a crazy chick and then she, and then you'll like you switch positions and then she's like that's with the man in the hat and the shiny shoes that's what he did get out ah yeah. Caligula knives you know and then they just throw you out of the apartment in the rain and you're like what the fuck just happened exactly but that maybe that maybe but that's what they're talking about you never you know like the uncertainty 
Yeah. It no, could be. No, it's not, it, there's nothing <laughs> fun about that. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's like such a sweeping generalization to say, mm. like, oh, a gay dude or a fat chick gives mm. the best blowjob. So it's the big debate. It's like there is no debate. The only thing I can say about crazy women, and I'm sure crazy men as well, is that one time I was having sex with this woman, uh, this blonde girl who was, she was a cokehead and she was also fucking nuts. And I was face, I was on top of her, I was facing her. And like the fucking energy in her eyes went into me. And it hmm. was like one of the craziest highs I've ever had in my life. What were you on? I wasn't on anything. I wasn't even on cocaine. The craziness in her eyes. Yeah. Imbued it was you. like the energy like it just kind of shot into you. Yeah. Like the like lasers, like cyclops. Yeah. Like uh that's weird. I mean, I didn't see the energy, but it was like I was looking at her eyes and I could tell it was coming from there and it just filled my brain with a magical mist. And then did you get the crazy? Maybe I did. Hmm. Maybe hmm. that's the origin. Huh. Explains Maybe I'm possessed by Pazuzu now. <laughs> I don't know. All right, all right. Let's anyway, go. thank you, Michigan Boy, mm. for uh, calling in and... Uh, sparking the great debate uh people listen to the show via itunes we we appreciate that just 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 do a search just search for sick and wrong as soon as you see it you click on it and then you hit subscribe that's all you do it's that easy yeah but we do appreciate that and uh comment we need more comments also uh the cafe press store is still around right now but for a limited time only because i'm going to be uh refurbishing all the uh, shirts on there and putting them up on the red bubble. But if you want to go buy some merch right now, you can go to the Cafe Press store. Sickerwrongpodcast.com slash store and click on the li- the uh, link to the Cafe Press store. Yeah. A song of the week is uh, dedication here. Adam West died yesterday night. Adam West, mm. actor who portrayed Batman in the 1966 TV series, among other roles, Died at the age of 88 after back, a short battle with leukemia. Back when superheroes could be fat. He wasn't that fat. I mean, he, you know. A little pudge. A little pudge going on there. For that time when everybody was thin? I know? guess. But I mean, Jesus. he wasn't. But like today's standards, would you say he is fat? No. No, I wouldn't say I would, I would say he looks skinny. You know, Wes continued to work into his old age. The guy did like voiceover work on yeah, uh, Family Guy. Yeah. Um, they, he was actually voicing the Batman in a new DC animated movie. Right. It's supposed to come out. Yeah. Batman 66. Was it? Yeah. Mm. Um, his final performance, though, was an episode of Family Guy when he was Mayor Adam West. Uh, season 15 episode, Dearly Deported. You know, that that's kind of tragic because I hate Family Guy. So I wish he would have done something like cooler like The Simpsons. It's watchable. Yeah. You know? Beg to differ. That's a great debate. Uh, did you know that he appeared in softcore porn, though, in the 80s? I didn't know that. A lot of people overlooked that. But mm-hmm. he was in uh, Young Lady Shatterly 2 and uh, Happy Hooker Goes to Hollywood. Hmm. Both movies made in the 80s. Both movies were Skinamax movies. Did you ever do, you, I'm sure you did that because you're like around the same age as me. It's like mm-hmm. you get that, um, you know, be it late at night, you have no porn, but you'd watch like the the scrambled Cinemax screen you can make out like a titty. I was a bit of a late bloomer sexually. Um, and I mean, in high school, you know, Oh my God. Like, I, I remember I, when I was 13, I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't, I'd never seen oral sex before. And I was at my uncle, I was staying at my uncle's house 
and he was he was out. So I was looking through his videotapes, and I was I thought I I thought I taped an episode of Clarissa Explains It All <laughs> with <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart, you know, because I had a crush on her. Were you really into that? Uh, yeah, I had a big crush on that mm. that lady, and um, I put it in, and it's just like some fucking bitch sucking some dude's dick, and I'm like, what? Like, it was like a full-on porn. Yeah. First time you ever saw porn. Well, no. The first time I ever saw porn was Caligula. When Cal- oh. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I did see Malcolm McDowell fist the guy when I was like fucking eight. <laughs> you know, so, hey. Yeah. Now, I just remember that Skinamax had all those, like, mm-hmm. young sh- Lady Shatterly, Black Emmanuel, and all that stuff. Emmanuel! Like, Emmanuel goes yeah. to the desert. Okay, I like Emmanuel. And yeah. it's like, you know, you, you'd be in, like, high school, mm-hmm. and it's like, I want to jerk off, but I Justine. need... Yeah, Justine. Yeah. And so it's like, you don't... My parents never paid for Cinemax, so mm-hmm. you'd have, like, the scrambled, like, mm-hmm. green and black and white screen, and then you'd make out, like, a tit kind of half an ass cheek but if you looked at it long enough it was like looking at the matrix you know you'd eventually you'd see, see it. through it yeah. yeah and you know honestly one like a two second shot of a tit was enough for me back then so it worked uh you kids with the internet would never understand that but yeah adam west was in actually young lady shadowly two and the happy hooker goes to hollywood i think what happened to him is like you know he was popular in the 60s when the batman came out and it was still popular in the 70s but then it's just like he kind of had like a lull in his career. Mm. And I think then he was like, fuck it, I need to make money. So he was like, I'll be in a softcore porn. He's a sure. good looking guy. Yeah. You know, he did all yeah. that stuff. Hey. And then now all of a sudden, you know, like in his, his, his golden years, his uh, career took off again. Boy, he's uh, got a great voice, you know. That, that's the thing. Right. That creepy voice of Adam West. Mm. Uh, yeah, and you this creepy voice is showcased in the song right in the show with Miranda, which I had never heard. Harrison never heard the song either. No. I just kind of found it because I remember Adam West had sang on a song, and I just did a search for Adam West music. The song Miranda came out. It's like a weird song that he did during the height of his bat popularity in the 60s. So we're going to end the show here with Miranda, dedicated to Adam West. Rest in peace. I always like that guy. Yeah. People will be back next week with episode 588. Until then, take it sleazy. Will tonight be the night that Bruce reveals himself to the magnificent Miranda? I never met a girl like you before, Miranda. Miranda. And I'd do anything for you if you just ask. Ask me to do anything for you, Miranda. But please don't ask me to remove my mask. It's against the code of heroes. But you know how much I love you, darling, so come into my kingdom. Boy genius, what are you doing here? Bruce, come right away. There's a job to be done. A giant octopus has run amok in Washington. Hmm. Boy genius, this is one time you'll have to go it alone. Would you like to see me make my muscles dance, Miranda? Miranda! For someone powerful as me, it's no big task. Miranda! Ask me to do anything for you, Miranda. But please don't ask me to remove my mask. It's attached to my special super thermal V-nuclear long underwear. But don't think I've forgotten my promise. Tonight, 
I'm going to kiss you. Bruce, something terrible has happened. Mr. ACDC, the electric brain, has threatened to turn off the electric current all over the... See what I mean? Holy Sherlock Holmes, boy genius, you're becoming a real stick in the mud. You better zoom, zoom right out of here. Oh, I can see the hurt look on your face, Miranda. So I'm gonna do the little thing you ask. Come take a peek, a teeny weeny peek, Miranda. Get ready now while I remove my mask. There, darling. What do you think? Oh, please, put it back. Drat! I never met a girl like you before, Miranda. Miranda! And I'd do anything for you if you just ask. Miranda! Ask me. So. Next time you think about jacking off, I want you to think about G-Simon. I want you to think about how much you want his cock in your butthole. I want you to think about Jeffrey sucking on that ass. 